What up? What is up? God damn it. Have you ever had a day where everything needs your attention? I guess uh yes. Okay. This was one of those days. Like nonstop. Um I had all my family over in segments. Um in the morning it was my sister-in-law and her son and then in the afternoon it was my brother-in-law his wife and their kid and then about an hour ago it was my mom and my sister all dropping by that's your problem you have family you talk to i know but not all at once you gotta you gotta break that up over the course of a uh, a month or a year i'm breaking it up over the course of a lifetime <laughs> <laughs> i see you at the funeral <laughs> Maybe it's mine. I don't know. Welcome to Microaggressive. Two friends, two coasts, too much to talk about. BG in San Francisco. It's Jay from BK. So I uh, had a lot of lemons for some reason. That coat or something? No, it's not coat for anything. I literally had a lot of lemons. Uh, Why? A fri- <laughs> like lemonade a friend- or like slices? Nah, like like lemons. Like my friend lives out in a galley and her neighbor has this lemon tree and there's always lemons that fall down in her yard. She's like, you want some lemons? I'm like, what the hell am I do with lemons? Yeah. So then I had the idea today to make a, a spiked Arnold Palmer. I think in some circles it's called a John Daly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I have been enjoying a pitcher of diet iced tea with a bunch of fresh lemon juice and uh, some <laughs> bourbon. That is not a bad place to be Yeah, on so, Sunday. Uh, so yeah, your day was filled with family and my day was filled with tastiness. <laughs> well, I'm trying to catch it up. So uh, shout out to our future sponsor, Modelo. Uh, cerveza. <laughs> Especial. <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, uh, Bullet Bourbon and Free Lemons that fall from your neighbor's tree. Shout out to Ground Lemons. Yeah, apparently it's a law in California that if, it, if your fruit tree is hanging over your property line in public uh, space, yeah. it is not illegal to steal fruit from that tree. That's not is, stealing to take fruit from that tree. That's interesting. Yeah. Why do I know this? I don't know. <laughs> you I do. obviously a plan on stealing some fruit. That's, that's <laughs> not stealing if it's growing over the property line, okay? You got that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the opposite of uh, staying your ground. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. It made sense, but it le- lets me talk about this, uh, this thing that happened in New Zealand. I don't want to talk about the event. I want to talk about the aftermath. They banned assault rifles. That's crazy. Isn't that that is impossible? You can't do that. I know. You can't you can't ban assault rifles. That's what they've been telling us for 20 years. Yeah. I'm glad they did it. Like they said, let's slide, stop being idiots about this. Let's just show that it can be done. And I'm curious to see how it goes. And it's 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 great. Shout out to New Zealand. I might go there now. Yeah, I visited. I liked it. It was very nice. Yeah. The flightless birds are beautiful. Um but yeah, you know, you wanna you wanna everybody has a bad day. Mm-hmm. But you have a bad day with an assault rifle, you're going to get all all real extra Rambo-like. If you got to go in with a butter knife, 
uh, you might rethink your, your plans of mass destruction. Exactly. So they, they made that complaint. They were like, oh, it's going to end up like Britain and you have all these stabbings. But first of all, crime against people is is wrong anyway. You shouldn't be stabbing anybody, shooting anybody. But at least with a knife, you really have to be determined to walk up to somebody face to face, body to yeah. body and hurt them. You got to get through the gristle. You got to yeah. get through some some real yeah. stuff. You no love be... pokes. Yeah. Just shank oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it's crazy though, man. And I feel I'm not religious, man, but hmm. you you have those moments where you let your guard down and you you give it up to a higher power, whoever it is. Like I meditate, you know, that's mad vulnerable. Hmm. It's your Friday prayer, man. You're just in a space where you're trying to be not human. You're trying to be bigger than yourself and somebody come in and disrespect that, that space, man. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's crazy, man. It's, it's fucked up. Let's uh, leave that there. There's this um this thing I used to go to out here. It was a Tuesday night, so I haven't gone in a minute. I've been thinking about going. And um it's just this meditation, uh, they call it like a sangha, right? It's just like people get together and meditate mm-hmm. and it's held in this church and um and the mission. You know the mission is like the low east side. Um so yeah, it's yeah. like bougie but still changing. And this particular church is um, you know, they rent it out um for different things, so the sangha takes it and uh other nights they have, uh, they let the homeless sleep there overnight, um, and a lot of different programs. And one time I was there, and they said, "So you know, you're there, you're closing your eyes, you're meditating." And I go in the next week, and they said that during the meditation the week before, somebody came off the street and took the collection box, mm. and it was just like one of those like stab you in the gut moments, right? Because <laughs> it's like you're in this space and they don't lock it down, right? Because they're trying to let people in. And, you know, you got your eyes closed. Everybody else got their eyes closed. And somebody just come in and take it. And, you know, you don't know that person's situations, right? Like, yeah. But still, yeah. it's, even if you're struggling, man, it's, you know, it's still fucked up to do. Um, so then from now on, they had like the box locked down. They had somebody not meditating, standing next to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. damn, man. It was like you're trying to be in this space where you're just, you know, and it's the, the funny thing is, though, <laughs> with meditation, you're supposed to, like, acknowledge everything happening. So, like, I remember acknowledging the sound of somebody coming in. Oh, you heard <laughs> it? That I, you heard it happen? Yeah, because, like, you hear people come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you hear something. Damn. And then, like, but you're, like, trying to stay focused <laughs> on, like, not being in the room. And somebody else is like, I'm here and I'm taking your shit. So, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. That reminded me, and I think we brought this up before that church that had the collection plate where they invited people to take money out of the collection plate after it's been passed around. Um, I always thought that was a cool idea. And uh, obviously your way or what happened to you guys is not the way to do it. But um, it just made me think of that story. That's a pretty cool thing. I would like to see more churches doing that. But that's the thing, right? So there's like that, um, that balance between publicly acknowledging that you need help and then feeling singled out. So it's like free lunch back in school. So I I agree with that. I'll keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like free lunch, right? So some schools, they were just like, yo, everybody gets free lunch. (laughs) So you don't have to be the one pulling out. Remember in public school, New York, they had like the different color cards. One was like reduced and then one was free. Oh, yeah. For the blue one, yeah. One was like pink. Hologram, yeah. Yeah. And like my shit changed like randomly. Like my mother didn't make any different money. Like what the hell? Um, But yeah, you know, I happen to go to school. Where like everybody had it, but mm-hmm. imagine you're like the only poor kid 
they got to do do the lunch and um you know back in the day when they did uh welfare they would they would literally leave the box of fruit and shit on your front step yeah. <laughs> but like usda like make the whole neighborhood know you was on welfare mm. and you know the argument was it was motivating yeah you know it was like um and now they're like yeah you know they got ebt cards that look like credit cards because it's like yo that is shameful or you, you bring shame upon people it's not shameful at all to, to need help so if you're like getting the, the collection plate passed around and you're the first one to take a dollar out, you know, it feels like everybody's eyes is on you. Uh, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But I think, uh, I mean, I guess I would imagine, and I know this is a, this is a wishful thinking, but I would imagine the church would be the one place where you could um, be real. Feel like you weren't being judged. If you needed something in it. And I know that was a joke. I'm about to say. <laughs> that was a you joke. Been to, you been to a black church? <laughs> I feel like that's all churches. I feel like everybody talks. It's everybody, all churches. Everybody. It's all churches. Yeah. Um, yeah what, what's my my problem with um government food is back in the day, we used to have, I think it was peanut butter. And it was in a canister. And it's a white ass canister with some black writing. And that's it. Like, why do you make that branding stand out you can't put like a flag or an eagle on there or something no i mean it's like because it's like surplus government food right it's like like they ain't they ain't got no marketing department it's like you want some damn peanut butter some fucking peanut butter yeah the um the thing about the what was i gonna say sorry that's my dog in the background yeah i I didn't i didn't 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 lock him up this time (laughs) yeah I'm saying, yo, yo, please go back in your crate, please. <laughs> you interrupting the show. This is the first. Usually, is your kid in the background. Now is that uh, is very my, true. Yeah. Now is my pet making noise. Um, now you done threw me off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. You heard about uh, um Wendy Williams? I know that's gossip talk, but uh, Wendy Williams, she's going into rehab, and her husband was cheating on her. But for somebody who only reports about other people's business. It's and is that comes up spots coming back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know. I don't like to wish not nothing bad about anybody, but yeah. Wendy made her her trade by like blowing up people. Remember she back when we was um what was she on BLS or Kiss FM back in the day? She kept teasing the like who's the gay rapper, who's the gay rapper, yeah, 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 yeah. and this was like months, yeah, months. She was just like teasing to blow people's spot up, and of course it was like ratings galore because humans are horrible. They're just like, yo, why are you trying to blow up somebody's spot? And then she would just imply everybody was gay. And then people would have to come on and yeah, she act does all that tough. Now. She does yeah. that. Um, she was the one who told about Method Man's uh, wife having cancer before Method Man's wife told anybody. Yeah. And I remember when Method Man like, called her up and cursed her out. And he still won't talk to her to this day, I think. But yeah, um, he missed her nothing, though. Yeah, I mean, if you your business is doing dirt, spreading rumors and lies you're gonna get your hands dirty and it's definitely karma um i just thought it was interesting turn of events yeah but what's crazy though is like wendy was been like trash for years right like anybody grew up in new york and she was on the radio and then she gets popular and she's like national now mm-hmm. i'm like is mm-hmm. this what is this what they think of us it's like of all the people and like whatever it's entertaining people like to to know the people's dirt i guess but it's like really of everybody well, look at like, that. Look at the music. Look at who's like Andrew Martinez of- couldn't get a talk show. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That would be the uh, the 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 topic I did want to talk about. What's that? Yeah. Uh, so, how much did your mother pay to get you into college? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, right. I, I wish. Um, this story, uh, first off, uh, Lori Laughlin, shout out to her because she was kind of cute back in the day. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna veer off course for a second to discuss yeah. this very important topic. Um, uh, I would just say this as a disclaimer: uh, I think all people are beautiful. Uh, everyone has their own uh, uh, things. But your argument was that Lori Laughlin looked cuter than her daughter. To which my argument is: Is that a horrible fate if your parents end up looking better than you? I think it is. Discuss. So <laughs> it just sucks because <laughs> you know that every time uh, you get introduced, they'll see the mom and they'll be like, that's your mom. Oh, you're right. That's your daughter? That? Your daughter? I've seen that. You've seen people where you meet their kids and they look nothing like them and it just kind of throws you off. Or you meet an older kid and they're not as cute. You've, you've It's happened before. You're not going to admit it on this podcast. But I mean, I you've mean, seen I... discrepancies between like sisters like one will look banging and the other one will not. And you're like, wait, the same parents? Like, you can make both those uh, those combinations, both of those outcomes. It's, uh... So I don't look like either of my parents. So this is a this is a sore spot for me because mm. like people, not I mean, people look at my parents and they look at pictures of my parents and look at me. They're like, you don't. I was like, I know, I know, I don't look like any of them, and it's weird. My mom would always be like, you just look like yourself. I was like, what does that mean? Um, mm. I do have some like uh, like traits, like physical traits of my family. So that's how I know I'm in the bloodline. Gotcha. Um, and now uh, 23andMe and Ancestry.com have confirmed. Um, however, growing up, it was always weird, right? Like I didn't look like, I really didn't look at my mom. I really didn't look at my dad. Mm. Um, and my dad, you know, black don't crack, I guess. For a dude in his, in his uh, age bracket, he looks pretty good. Um, I think I ever met you. I never met your dad, did I? No. Uh, maybe briefly, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's like, I, I only met him briefly. <laughs> jokes. Jokes. Jokes, people. Jokes. <laughs> jokes. Kind of. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think in some ways it's like, yo, if that's in your gene pool, like, and your parents still look good, like, hey, bodes well for you. Mm. But, uh, yeah, man. Like, so anyway, you're, you're, you're feeling on Aunt Becky. Um, Wait, can I name names as an example? No, I'm not going to do that. That's me. You, I mean, okay. Oh, what names are you going to name? <laughs> so you know, Bruce Willis and Demi Moore had kids, and they all yeah. came out looking like Bruce Willis. Just <laughs> <is> crazy. <laughs> oh, I mean, we That's just we just got, we just finished talking about Wendy Williams, and actually went down to that level. <laughs> so I'm going to say this: uh, one of them, I think, the oldest one was on um, that show with the mask singers. Who cover their faces and they sing the songs you judge who's the best one she actually oh, yeah, was the you don't you don't know you know i don't really watch tv yeah that's true too and but I you had that, to hear about I, this. I know the show you're talking yeah. about is real but if i was an alien and i came down and you told me there was a show on tv where people put on a mask and sing i'd be like really this one is of the, the characters was an alien though so you know this is the most intelligent race on earth okay. maybe this is what we need to put on um but yeah she was she was the best singer on there outside of uh gladys knight yeah so what you're saying is that looks don't correlate with talent. They don't. Um, there's some show Which coming on. Which is a perfect on. segue back to uh, Lori Laughlin's <laughs> kids. <laughs> all off topic again. My bad. Yeah. Lori Laughlin. Yeah. Um, so the kids, first off, I don't get how they had all of these endorsements. Um, I don't know these kids from Mike. And they had big name endorsements where they were promoting stuff on social media. The whole time this girl's talking about how college sucks. Mm -hmm. And then you find out 
that they're going through all of this effort just to get the kid in. First of all, if the kid's making that much from these brands, you don't really need college. So I didn't even get that point. But uh, I don't know why this is a surprise to people. I think it's been a hidden secret that stuff like this goes on. And now with this whole um, exposal culture, which is good and bad, um, we're seeing it. But people are acting like it's brand new. Yeah. It's like I was saying to somebody, they're middle class rich. They're not rich enough to get a whole building named after them, yeah. but they're rich enough to put a couple tens of thousands, a hundred thousands down to get somebody to, to you know, take cheat on the test. But here's why I feel bad. So one, if your parents look better than you, you know, that's something you got to go with, go mm-hmm. deal with for life. But two, if your parents didn't even tell you they was cheating for you, yeah, that like, sucks. It's like sucks. my kid is so dumb. I'm going to have somebody erase his wrong answers. Yeah. I'm going to have my kid who's 5'5 five, five and lie and say he's a like six, four. linebacker. The team captain. Yeah. That he played water polo in Europe. Like, what? Yeah. It's like, is that parental love? It's like, who is it? That dude, um, he was like some state senator or whatever on Long Island who was, uh, you know, convicted of corruption and extortion and stuff because he was giving his dumb kid like all these like no-show jobs, whatever. And the argument they tried to make in court was he was a little misguided, but it was just parental love. Mm. Come on now. Your kid is that dumb. Like, I'm sorry, B. Like, At least at uh, Kushner, oh. he, his parents paid like $2.5 to Harvard, I want to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Some gonna, kids did know though. Some kids knew. I feel. I feel like I don't want to bite the hand that feeds. But uh, what do you mean? I will say we went to a private school, mm-hmm. and the amount of people that suddenly had ADHD and ADD come sophomore and junior year was remarkably high statistically. Of course. I mean, and I love. I love my peoples. I'm not going like in like yo. Some people really do have. You know, my man's, uh, uh, I knew somebody who like didn't know he had dyslexia until like high school. Mm. So his whole life he thought he was just like stupid and it was like, no, he was diagnosed with dyslexia. Once he started getting like learning uh, interventions, like he did great. So I'm saying it's possible, yeah. but it's very convenient when all of a sudden you have something that gives you extra time on a standardized test right before you have to take a very mm-hmm. big standardized test. Yeah. Yeah. There's games and you have to know those secrets. Um, I just found out this crazy thing in medicine. If you're doing a surgery and you do two procedures and you don't list the most expensive procedure or the most important procedure first, they'll bill you for the cheaper procedure. So if one is $10,000 and one is $4,000, just in the order that you enter it into a chart, you can only get $4,000 back. And it's these little tricks that people know and some people do and most people don't. And loopholes and ways to get around the system. And I feel like this is all an example of that. If I was Lori Laughlin's kid, though, you could write a story about your mom being Lori Laughlin or something like interesting enough to get you a- an interview. I don't think she, she could write, though. She didn't. I don't like think school. she could write. Did you see the, the report where one mom knew that her smarter daughter <laughs> knew what was going on and kept on asking all these questions? She had one dumb daughter. She basically said, my daughter's dumb. But this other one is smart, like she's actually smart, and she realizes that it makes no sense that I'm taking my um, SATs four hours away, broken up over three days. And they were telling her how to lie to her kid, and basically convince her that it was uh, uh, 
it was the way. Um, it's messed up when parents do it. And I know their intention, but if you buy your kid their way through life, how are you really helping them out? You know what I mean? This one, I'm trying to, I was thinking back, it's like, what, how do we evolve into this bullshit? Like, what was the caveman equivalent of the college cheating scandal? Was, was it like everybody went out to hunt and it was like, eat what you kill? But you know, your kid, he couldn't like shoot the bow and arrow. So you like, you like take his arrow and just stick it in a, in like a bison. I'm this metaphor is all over the place. Um, <laughs> and then you give him a dinosaur burger. No. Um, <laughs> It's like, what was the equivalent? I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, it's, it's the buzzed episode. I know that Arnold, that Arnold Palmer. He ain't poor heavy, yeah. Yeah, his name is Arnie right now. It's Arnie Palmer. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. That sounded weird. Let's take that back. <laughs> um, what yeah, other man, tricks I'm, do you know um, that kids have used to get into schools? Do you know any? I mean, the one we used. What was that? Being poor minorities. Oh. Hey yo! <laughs> nah, that was that was definitely merit based. Let's let's toot our own horns for a second. Um, I had the highest GPA at one point in my middle school. That's what got me in. I feel like. Yeah. So I think we told the story. Did, did we tell the story in the podcast? The freshman year story, the basketball. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on! Yeah. Like everyone thought we was there for basketball. We just ended up being smarter than everybody. Pretty so. much. Um, but shout out to shout out to our uh, to our alma mater. Um, in case, in case little Jay needs to <laughs> get in <laughs> in a few years. Uh, yeah, shout out. You do, that, you do God's work. Thank you. I raised that money. I raised that money. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what are other tricks? Obviously the sports thing, right? Like, remember, it's like you, like, it's all these obscure ass sports. Like everyone we knew, not everyone we knew, but a lot more people. I didn't know that squash was as big a sport it was until we went to our private high school. And it's really not that big, except a lot of people that go to private high schools play squash. So you just said the word squash and I thought of a squash and I <laughs> I can't even think of how that game is played, to be honest. It's like it's like racquetball. It's like indoor racquetball. Indoor racket is that what the no that's high lie. It's uh, it's like high lie but with a with a racket. You know what squash is, B. Come is on. it like well, lacrosse? No, I'm not trying to be funny. I really No, it's not like lacrosse. It's like, oh, really? You don't know what squash is? So you're like indoors. Yeah. And it's like a glass cage. And it's you and somebody else. It, you know what it's like? It's like playing yeah. handball. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I can't know what you're talking about. Now. I love the way we had to get we had to ghettofy that. Yeah. Nah, that makes perfect sense now. It's like handball with a racket and you inside and you don't have to worry about someone shooting at you. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Shout out to handball. Yeah. My dad used to play handball a lot. Yeah. So if 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 the colleges had handball, we could have got in. Mm. Oh, that could that should be a sport actually. Yeah. What are the uh, handball? What are the uh skelly? Skelly. They had a skelly team. True. Yeah. Uh, spades, uh, blacktop to blacktop football. Now we know about spades. Come on, now I can't get in on spades. <laughs> uh, what was that game we used to play? Um, it was kind of like Skelly, but not. Um, it's like you would draw the whole uh, like the box with the numbers. Hopscotch. Oh, sports. That should be a sport. Sports? What? Sports. You know, back in the day, well. Oh yeah, yeah. You had to break the the yeah. The, 
Shout out so to sporks. sporks were back when you got your free reduced lunch. They were the, you know, everyone knows what a spork is, a spoon and a fork. But this was the pl- cheap plastic spork from the U.S. government. And you would bend the back, which was the strongest part, like the very tip of the back. And then someone else would hold their spork up and you'd flip yours up and try and break their uh, their eating utensil. Mm-hmm which would then uh, shame them into eating their free reduced lunch with their hands. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That was, uh, yeah. You know, cause we didn't have a, a funding for gym. <laughs> <laughs> so this was discounted as your athletic credit. <laughs> Johnny has good thumb strength. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, colleges, did you ever, and uh, this might, you know, get to be a little, a um, little real, what? but when you were younger, did you, th- was college like real for you? Did you really think like you'd go to college? Oh, always. It was, um, it was a fact. My mom told me that <laughs> she was like, it was always, oh, well, after you finish college, dot, dot, dot. It was like a impossibility that I would not go to college. Um, mm-hmm. But then I got to the college process point where you have to choose your colleges, and I really couldn't care less where I went. It was pretty much like whichever one is going to be the most affordable, that's the one I want to go to. And it's funny because the one that I actually chose, I found out I got in, I found out I got a little merit scholarship, and then I um, realized I'd never seen the school. I'd only seen it in brochures. So You never went? Really? I never went to the school. So um my dad and my mom, they were like, oh, do you want to go see it? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. They're paying the most money, so I'm not going to go. <laughs> I, it's, it's a fact that I'm going to go there. They bugged me into going, so we drove up to um, that state, literally drove into the entrance, drove around the campus, and they were like, do you want to get out? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> drove right back out. <laughs> and I think we went to dinner, and we went straight back to New York. Um, it's a, I mean- Depending on where you can go, you could have a really cushy college, you could have a great college atmosphere and blah, 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 blah. But for me, if the teachers are teaching properly, you can get the same education in most places, like the general basics. Um, See, but you say that, but you went to a place that had a strong reputation and a strong brand. Did it? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. It does. I mean, if you were going to like BMCC, no no offense to BMCC. I took a class at BMCC, so shout out to BMCC. It's the most college I've ever went to. Yeah. Like certain people aren't going to come check for you at BMCC, even if you're like the best. Yeah, that's like, true. That's, that's true. That's real. Yeah. So, so you really, you basically had an arranged marriage for college. Oh, it was, <laughs> it was, it was absolutely that. And that's a good way it's to like, how many camels? All right. We good. You just uh, defer. Yeah. What about you? So my mom was the first one in my family to attend college. Mm-hmm. She didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess. I guess it was always, I was always a smart kid and it was just like, oh yeah, I guess I'm going to college. But similarly, I didn't, I didn't like have dreams of where I'd go to school. Yeah. I remember and, I bought this shirt and I didn't even wear it. I tucked it in my drawer. Anyway, <laughs> keep going. Next to your iceberg shirt. Um, Ooh, and I yeah, I went to, uh, in my head, I was like, oh, I'm from New York. I just go to a school in New York. I guess the good schools in New York are NYU mm-hmm. and Columbia. Mm-hmm. And then as a kid, I really was obsessed with Otto the Orange from Syracuse. So I was like, I guess I'll apply to Syracuse. Mm. Um, thank God we had good college counselors that were like, yeah, you should apply to other places. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, but yeah, you know, like we had um, a lot of classmates that 
knew exactly the school they wanted to go to because their family had been there. Or yeah, yeah. It had such a great this or that. And I was just like, I remember I got in early to a couple of schools, or at least the one uh, that I ended up going to. Mm-hmm. And someone would be like, yo, you excited? I'm like, yeah, they didn't give me my financial aid package yet. So this is basically <laughs> exactly, like. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're realistic. Because yeah. we go to a great, well-known school that's in your family, you're paying crazy money to just be in debt. Although some of those kids might not be in debt. So, Yeah, but apologies in advance to my future spawn because we're in a different tax bracket now. So, <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah, that is true. That is true. Yeah, man. So we fulfilled part of the American dream by doing better than our parents but the other part of the american dream is like now we're gonna have to pay for our dumb kids to get into school <laughs> speaking of the american dream uh fubu's back you hear about that uh, and baby no. fat remember baby uh, i heard about baby fat yeah. um kamara lee simmons oh mm-hmm. kamara does she still have the simmons or she drop it i think she keeps it but she's on to the next billionaire um like the third billionaire yeah good for her what's uh How's she doing that? That's that's impressive. That's I mean, what she should teach. That should be her business. I mean, everyone got a type. I like redheads. She likes billionaires. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. So you're going to buy some uh, FUBU? Nope. Did you ever buy FUBU initially? I did. I did. I remember it was like my mom's was not about to pay for brand name clothes. So any Tommy Hill or whatever, I had to save up my own money. But FUBU, she she was like, you can get a, you can get a FUBU shirt. Oh, no, Carl Kanai. She ah, first, the first thing was the Carl Kanai, yeah. but it, uh, it was bootleg. I don't think she realized it was bootleg. So a good, good, good try. <laughs> um, it still didn't go to, to, to our peoples. Um, and then FUBU, I think she was allowing of a FUBU shirt mm-hmm. that she put a little something in on. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, shit was ugly. I'm not going to lie. Was it a brown shirt? No, nah, I think I had, it was like multiple colors because 90s um no so it was like it was like a long sleeve polo yeah the body of it i think i had in high school the body of it was blue and then above it was like a grayish stripe and then above it was a white stripe Mm. okay um i could like picture it in my head um yeah it wasn't it was fine i mean but yeah i don't think i don't like to rock anything with labels right now it's um so my first FUBU, my only FUBU thing was a was a pair of boot <laughs> pair of bootleg FUBU sneakers. One day my dad came over and he's like, "Oh, so um, I got these FUBUs. Do you want to wear them to school?" And I'm like, uh, "Should we should we explain what FUBU is for some of our listeners that might not be aware?" Okay, fine. FUBU uh, for us by us was a brand started by a dude in Queens. So what's four dudes? Four dudes four from dudes. Queens. But there was that first um, dude. Um, one dude, Damon John, who's Damon on Shark John. Shark and yes. they grew up next to LL Cool J. So LL Cool J used to rock it. And famously, yeah, uh, was, in a Gap, was in a Gap commercial because mm-hmm. uh, he, he was doing Gap endorsements, wearing a FUBU hat because Gap didn't know. And then he did this rap. And in the rap, he says, for us, by, by us, us on, on the, the low. low. Uh. And like everybody was like, oh, shit. <laughs> How are you getting money from one brand and shouting out another brand in which you're like a small investor? The coolest uh, thing about that was only real people knew what was going on. That commercial was on for a minute. And I know so many yeah, people who quote that commercial. That was a great yeah. commercial, actually. Yeah, shout out to Gap. Shout out to <laughs> and LL Cool J for doing that. Um, and In the House. That was a good show. That was something. Right. So that's what was by us. So it was one of those uh, 
you know, designer brands where they, you know, even though the streetwear was dominated by like Polo and Tommy Hill and, and DKNY and Nautica, um, Nautica was actually uh, started by an Asian dude. Um, I didn't know so that. it was like a few of these brands that were like, everybody had to have it, but it was like no one from our community. So FUBU was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, we're going to cash in on this. Um, so that was FUBU. All right, continue. So uh, my dad comes by, he's like, I have these FUBU sneakers, you want to rock them? And I'm like, yeah. So I put them on and they're good for like the first <laughs> three days. <laughs> so they look legit. First of all, whoever did the knockoffs, they look legit. And all of a sudden the little plastic piping started coming off of the shoe <laughs> and I had to tuck those in the closet and I never wore them again. But um, for those three days, they were, they were tight. Um, you know what I never got? There was polo, which was really big when we were growing up, and then uh-huh. U.S. Polo Association, and yeah, I always was, thought that was the which bootleg. Was, it was the U.S. Polo Association it was the ill knockoff. It was that shit is still around. That's the craziest part. So when we were coming up, when we were, it was the knockoff. You knew it was the knockoff, but you fast you forward a couple of years later, and people don't know that anymore. So I see people rocking that real proud, and I'm like, that was the garbage brand. That was the knockoff polo, and yeah, it's crazy. it was like a. Like Lacoste was really big, before, like when we was really, really young, and then it went yeah. away, and it was eyes out and all that stuff, and it was just like, yes, yeah, man, um, yeah, it was like it was like you're not even trying. It was like, uh, what was it, the North Face? What was it? South Pole? It was like they would just mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. the opposite of the of the the brand that was popping and just do some yeah. other shit, <laughs> like Polo. Hey, how about U.S. Polo Association? It was like that's just, like your creativity is really <laughs> fucked up there. South Pole was big. I'd never rock South Pole. Nah, I don't think uh, I had South Pole. Nah. At Lugs. Cross yeah, Lugs. There was the fake Tims. Yeah. Um, I remember the Columbia ski jackets mm. were big in the hood. Mm-hmm. And it was like the ugly. This was like when ski jackets were like those 80s, 90s style where it was like mad bright colors like yeah, teal yeah. and purple, like the Charlotte Hornet yeah. logo. <laughs> and I wanted a Columbia jacket so bad. And I, I had one. But it wasn't like the type everybody else was wearing, like the the ski joint. Mm-hmm. Mine was like the big ass, um, like a down comforter joint. <laughs> but it had the Columbia logo. That's all you needed. Little, That's all you it needed. Had the little logo. You remember Jan Sport with the laces on the uh, zippers? Uh, yeah. There was so many yeah. kids who they would fought for those. It. They would yeah. fight for those. I knew a kid who got stomped out because he didn't want to give his up. Um, I remember you left crazy. your bag outside at recess and people would come up to your Jansport and take your fucking things off. Yeah. And you come back. You Because if you didn't have it on the zipper, it looked like a bootleg bag. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. The value we put on things, the simplest things. Um, it's amazing. Well, part of it is like, and this is not to turn into my fake ass sociologist again, but I will. Um, it's like when you don't come from nothing, the little things you have mean a lot, right? So, but as corny as it is, yeah. those like little ass strings on your Jansport, like you got the real Jansport too. You know what I mean? It's like you want to make sure, like you feel proud of it. Um, yeah, but it's like, not just our community. Like, take it a step up, and you have these women walking around with the same black purse to me. It looks exactly the same, and paying I know be thousands of dollars. It's crazy. I remember when um remember like Tory Burch shoes got like nah, there, I remember like, those, that. Like, and like every woman in New York, in yeah. like Boston, had those like same like Tory Burch yeah. like loafer shits. I'm like, you all look the same. Why is that even exciting? There was a um. Remember when Tyra Banks had her show, and she mentioned that she was going to show you how to 
tell a reel from a fake Louis Vuitton, I want to say. She had to cut through the leather. She had to take a knife and cut through the leather to prove that like the graining of the leather showed that it wasn't real. And I'm like, if you have to do all that, then that's a great ass job. And that's the one I'm going to buy for my mom. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. It's like I want. I don't mind paying for brand and paying for innovation and paying for good design, because um, I feel like if I'm gonna pay a lot of money, that's what I'm paying for versus the brand. Yeah, like the brand has to represent something. I agree. Yeah, I remember back in the day, North Face for a kid from Bushwick, I rocked mad outdoors gear. Oh no, you love North Face. You still do. I love me. Uh, North Face. The quality's extent. gone down. Quality's gone I down. know. You told me that. You had a ring. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Patagonia. High quality. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebrand. But yeah, it was like, and everybody needed those North Face uh, fleeces and North mm-hmm. Face jackets with the Tims and the fitteds and it was, you know it was part of your expression it's like human peacocking right like we don't have feathers this is the shit you do to to show out so i had a uh, sterling silver jesus piece or it was a cross you're not even religious B. i know and i hadn't been to church in years <laughs> uh, i don't know where that thing is right now but i used to rock that heavy heavy, yeah, heavy. But... what do you think of the uh did you go see your boy's movie this weekend? No, actually. Um, I had some kid duties. I had to hang out with some coworkers, which was actually f- pretty fun. Um, but I missed going this week, but I want to go next week, hopefully, and see it. I heard good things, though. A lot of good things. It was, it was number one movie in the, in, the, in the country this weekend. Oh, it should be. So I, I, I've been doing some thinking about mm-hmm. my... Uh, Un, uh, unfounded hate yeah jordan peele a little strong a little strong a little yeah. strong a little strong i'll admit um i want to support but i don't like horror movies i just I don't damn. like horror movies so what about the twilight zone because he's coming out with the twilight zone reboot also it's the same shit it's hard no nah, nah, that's more sci-fi i can't let you talk bad about twilight zone shout out to rod serling as i mentioned in the last podcast um i think he could <laughs> yeah, yo, your nerd credentials are so high right now the so twilight high. zone you know what? You know what impresses me about that show is that it came out in like the fifties or sixties, and you can still watch them, and it's still solid stories. I still have the nightmare though about the the pig people. Oh yeah, you remember that episode? I saw that I show when I was that young, one. and yeah, it was, so, lady was Channel lady. Eleven used to yeah. play the Twilight Zone at like midnight. For New Year's. They used to do it. Yeah, they used to do the, the oh dude, and I remember that episode with the pig, and like it was like of course like all that shit was like. You know, trying to talk about race without talking about race. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. He used to do in the 60s, like X-Men. And sometimes he did. Sometimes he did. <laughs> sometimes he brought up race and there would be uh, black actors in there too. And that's why I respected it also. Yeah, I'll give him a shot. But oh, that pig episode, woo. And that, that so the me. crazy thing is that could have affected you. And it came out, like I said, in the 60s. You probably saw it like a couple of decades later. Um, and to watch them now and these be black and white serial episodes and still be strong um it's it's impressive it's very impressive no i i i will respect the uh the genre it's just mm-hmm. i don't i don't love like i don't like why would i force myself to sit through a horror movie if i don't like horror but see, like, that's the thing Twilight, yeah, like yeah. twilight zone is probably more like black mirror which i also haven't watched i know i know yell at me blah, blah, blah. Uh, see, um, yeah, you're up. i'm gonna get i'm gonna get there i'm gonna get there i've been busy um <laughs> But yeah, it's like so. Jordan Peele, like he, so he just did that uh, documentary about Lorena Bobbitt, 
Mm, yeah, I saw that on like Hulu or Prime, I think. One or two. I would watch that. Uh, but us, I don't know, man. So I, I, I don't want to spoil the plot yet, but I think I know I, what the plot is. Yeah, I, I want to watch it, but if it's like some real horror shit, like uh, I'm good. So you, you can tell, you can watch it, and then tell me, give me the green light. So you, you saw Get Out, right? No. Oh, God damn. I know. <laughs> The hate is strong with you, yo. Yeah, yo, we talked about Get Out. Yeah, that's my life. Like yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's like, like I've dated white women who get hyped over. Like yes, whatever. I need to watch that on film. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, when you get a chance, peep it. I think that you can see the way that he write, wrote for uh, Key and Peele, like the little scenario. You think it's going runaway, and then they flip it. I think he's going to mm-hmm. do the same thing in Twilight Zone. We can get off of Twilight Zone now, but I think. I love the fact that it's a black dude doing it. I love the fact that it's in a genre that people thought was dead and kept on trying to revamp and it just was not working. So he's telling a new story with a new voice. And these movies are directed at us. And I think that's key too. Um, If other people get what they're trying to say, they get it. But I love the fact that it's like, this is a movie for y'all. You get the other sub what? This is where I disagree. Is it really made for us? I think so. Okay. Okay. I think so. I think you have to watch it to, to make trust, that uh, to have that opinion. So you should watch I'm just it. Saying, and given then, some of his other work, what other work? It, it oh. didn't feel just as. Oh, a lot Kim, of I mean, yeah, yeah. So it, a lot of his stuff did not feel like it was made for me. It was made for people I that want to be adjacent. They want to be adjacent to me. I get what you're saying, <laughs> and I could argue the same thing about some of the stuff in the Chappelle Show too. Uh, okay, okay, but I think Chappelle. The way Chappelle writes and the way his mind thinks is more like mine. Mm. You say Jordan Peele is more similar than not. Mm. However, yeah, I don't know. I, I would, I, I would. I'm being open minded. I'm being open minded. I would like credit for that. You're getting there. So thank the, you. The next way you could get there is to watch the work that he's done, <laughs> and then and then make an opinion. But um, I'm gonna watch it. I'm no, gonna, I'm gonna be an American and have a, a fucking <laughs> strong opinion. With no basis. That's my American right. America. 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 Uh, right. uh, but shout out to, I, I also want to support like Lupita and, uh, I'm going to mess up her name. Ooh. In yoga. I'm usually good at the names. Mm. That Maharshala Ali. <laughs> Maharshala, dude. <laughs> um, this dude's real name is probably like Bobby. Michael. Um, <laughs> Um, Winston Duke. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Shout out to him. It was, that's your people's. What's up, Trinis? You know what? The only thing about him is, um, uh, my wife watches Modern Family, and it was this weird arc where he was on the show briefly. He was the star football player, but he acted really, really slow. And to be the only dude on Modern Family and then be <laughs> slow on top of that made me feel a certain type of way. I mean, but, he didn't write it. Come on, he didn't write he's it. Trying, but he took he's the trying to get that check. Shout out to him. Same thing with Key and Peele. So maybe he was just trying to get that check oh, to stock oh, up so he could do oh, these bigger things. Come beyond, on now, beyond. No. You see? No, come on. They had it's full creative control. They had full creative control over their own show with their damn name on it. Come on now. Chappelle said the same thing until people started laughing too hard at them minstrel jokes. So, uh, saying all right. I'm going to send you a skit. They did a skit on Black Eyed Peas that was really good about how they started out all about hip hop and it got really, really, really commercial and artsy. 
That's low hanging fruit. That no, is no, low hanging fruit. But the way that they do it, nah, you probably still would hate. Your man's name is Will I Am. <laughs> if you can't make a fucking joke out of him, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you just in case. I'm gonna send you some things, little. I'm, I'm gonna make you a fan before this don't decade is it. over. Don't force it. <laughs> you got, you got, you got six more months. Uh, I can't do math. Uh, nine more months. I said uh, Arnie. There's decade. Arnie Palmer. <laughs> it's a couple of years more, but whatever. Nah, it's two thousand. It's two thousand nineteen. Yeah, I'm saying I have till two thousand twenty nine to convince you. That math don't make. Oh, you said. Oh, okay. not this decade. <laughs> a full decade. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, man. Did you um, put the Arnold Palmer iced tea mix into the bottle? Is that how you made it? It into wasn't the... a mix, B. Oh. I, first, I squeezed the lemons, and then I was like, what am I going to do with all this shit? And then I was like, yo, make an Arnold Palmer, because I just went to uh, the supermarket and got uh, some diet tea, mm. uh, and then I had some bourbon left over. I was actually trying to get rid of this bottle of Ciroc uh, for the culture, oh, yeah. bullshit for the culture, <laughs> but uh, okay. I didn't have... I didn't have any like cranberry juice or nothing, so mm. the, the Ciroc is still sitting in the cabinet for the culture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of shit, that uh, do you still watch uh, High Maintenance on HBO? I do every so often. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Season three was a little hit or miss, but there were some beautiful episodes, man. Mm. Yeah, I honestly really, really like that show. The I like them as creators. I think I would actually chill with them. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I don't smoke weed, like, I think I would hang out with them. Um, and yeah, just like their own personal story and then the way they do the stories. And it's very New York centric. And uh, there's some good episodes about, they're very good about representation. Like, they got episodes of like everybody, like black people, Latino people, Jewish people, like mm-hmm. Arab people. Like, yeah, man. Like, it's like, for a show made by privileged white people about New York, it doesn't feel like it's Forced. a show about privileged white people in New York. It's a show about New York. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, while you're talking about that, it reminds me of the show Brooklynification, which is a local show. So probably, people probably don't get it. But uh, it's on New Jersey's Brick Network. They came out with two seasons. It was pretty good. But it has the same vibe. Um, it feels like New York or Brooklyn the way it is right now. So it's accurate, I should say, depending on where you're living. All right. So this is, I've had this crazy idea for a while and I, I wanted to ask you about it, but I don't actually know what the so what is. What? Um, I feel like we should do something creative. Like, I think like, obviously the podcast is the beginning of the empire, but um, no, I feel like, like we could create, like we could create unique, like, I feel like we're good storytellers. I not feel like we could today. create something. What? <laughs> so not that evident today. <laughs> but um, I think we should do something. I think we should do something, man. Like, like uh, I, and I don't know. I think that was the whole point of the the podcast to begin with, right? It was how do you get stories out there that we could relate to or people like us could relate to. And it felt like it was a bit of a movement. You got like Jesus and Mero, You got... Mm-hmm. Jordan Peele, um, you got <laughs> you got other people who are telling stories in a different way, yeah. and people in our community and people adjacent could relate, mm-hmm. and maybe they didn't think they could relate before. Yeah, 
I don't know where I'm going with this, but I feel like I feel like there's something there. I feel like this was a show coming out on Comedy Central called like the New Negroes or something. And no, every time I see something come out, I'm just like inspired more and more. I'm like mm-hmm. like Issa Rae with Insecure. It's mm-hmm. just like it's like, yo, there are these stories that people would latch on to. Um and I feel like our voice needs to be out there. All right. I, I mean, we have a podcast, obviously. Shout out. Sponsorships, welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I was actually, because, so at work, there's like some big ass lottery shit this weekend, right? 600 million or whatever. Um, billion, I think. One billion. And the dude from accounting who, who who was always running the pool, it never asked me to get in the pool. Wait, wait, wait. Um, the dude from accounting is running the pool? <laughs> yeah. I trust him. I trust him with account. the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's very good. He he takes video. He takes a picture evidence of the tickets. Nah, he runs nah, a spreadsheet. Okay. Um, no, nah, but the last few times, people on the floor was getting into the lottery, and I was like, "Yo, why didn't no one tell me about this?" Hmm. And then I caused some feelings about it, and I preemptively fired everyone on my team if they won. <laughs> um, I told them not to show up, and they said, "Don't worry, we won't show up." I know. Like, uh, well done. Well played. <laughs> um, so I got in. I got in this time, mm-hmm. um, and I was thinking, hey, like imagine I got all this, all this money. Mm-hmm. What would I actually want to do with my time? And I like my job. Like, yeah. like I'd probably do my job to a certain degree. But if if I really had nothing to worry about financially, I was like, I would probably spend more time trying to create and not on some like. You know, I think I'm going to write the next, you know, great manuscript or whatever. But I just feel like there's ways to tell interesting stories and to really dig deep into that. And like, I mean, we end up doing it right now in our free time. But what if that was the what if that was the day job? It's a thought. It's pretty, pretty interesting thought. Like, I see but what would be the board. media? No, no, no. I'm no, bored I, for microaggressive productions. No, no, no. We've talked about this before. So I told you when I sent you a couple of um little drawings I did. Um, I draw like shit, but um, just finding ways to tell little short stories. I'm not a fan of telling long stories. So if it's yeah. it's the shorter, the better. And the media is important. Um, I like comics. So I guess comics would be me, but I can't draw. I mean, we tried to do, we've had the idea of the comic strip for, for a minute. Yeah. So, I mean, what are you thinking? Like a screenplay of us? I don't even know. Like, I like school. the idea, like web like short web episodes mm. um i like i like the podcast because it's is a it's a good medium um it's simple uh from a resourcing perspective i don't know i don't i really don't know because i think some of it is you come across your own natural limits right so it's like i i can't draw you gotta hire somebody to draw but then you gotta deal with their inputs um, sometimes it's charming when you draw like crap um, I've seen that happen before. People who can't draw and still come up with uh, comic strips. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know what the idea is, mm-hmm. but I feel like uh, you know, mark it down. Microaggressive episode nine was the beginning of the empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I'll brainstorm. I can't really. All right. Can I make money off these uh, playlists I make on Spotify? <laughs> Probably not. Probably get like a, a billionth of a cent. Yeah, we could uh, we could go back to the the production days, uh, the dreams from high school. Uh, yeah, yeah, nah. yeah. Nah, nah. 
No, I feel like I get I get excitement from creating things. It always feels even at even when I'm at work and I get to be creative and do some, you know, flip it on people on how we're gonna do something at work and you know that's 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 when the that's when the juices are flowing and uh, what's up, Robert Kraft? Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, it's so easy. Um, and yeah, I feel like I need more of that in my life I generally, I but also I'm just kind of, it's like, I got excited about high maintenance. It's just like beautiful stories about a place I could live, a place I used to live. Obviously you live, mm. uh, you know, about people I could relate to and how appreciative I am of them as creators for putting it out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, what else what other experiences, what other things out there that somebody like me is like, I just want that representation. I want to feel something well, that I can relate to. I feel like the um, high school experience and our transition, I am hearing that story more, but not in detail. So that would be something I would lean towards. The smart kids from the hood navigating private high school. Um. Yeah, I don't want to do like some finding forester shit though. No, but shout out to that dude for for those reasons. Um, yeah, I don't want to do that. It has, I don't want it to be positive. I don't want it to be serious. I can't be serious. I also think it's just like there's just like funny shit that happened that like exactly focusing on the funnier things that happened, collard greens and the basketball thing that we talked about earlier today. Yeah, um, like yeah, first time you get to know someone of a different uh, ethnicity in a yeah, I think that's more bi- biblical way, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that's um, I like that area, I like that that realm. I think it's just finding the media, also. And I think is how do you take that experience? And then it's like, all right, you do a little bit on that, and then like you do it, you do like an anthology, mm-hmm. different points of life. Like, okay, that was high school, then all right, what was the college experience? All right, mm-hmm. What was the grad school experience? Mm-hmm. What was the life experience? What was the work experience? Because it's the same shit, right? It's just how how equipped you are to deal with it. Mm-hmm. The types of questions people ask, like in high school, people are probably asking dumb shit about like, I don't even know. <laughs> and then in work, people still, like this woman at work, so I used to rock the Mohawk for like a year and a half or whatever. Yeah. And this woman, I, I swear to God, she was trying to be nice Okay. She like she was standing next to me one day. She's like, you know, sometimes I don't even I don't even notice that you have a mohawk. It's like it's just so professional. Mm. <laughs> and I was just like, wow. Yeah. You don't even know how crazy that was. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, thank you mm-hmm. that you thought, despite my physical appearance, I was still professional. <laughs> <laughs> so that whole codified language and all that stuff and all of those things that we encounter, also, I like that that area also um that everybody's experiencing putting on a certain voice when you're at home and when you're at work like code switching and shit like but i feel like that's just i don't know it's i don't want to like you said i don't want to make it some like sociology experiment or like no i think it's pointing out the humor of it Um, yeah i'm always like this is like this is my life yeah i mean this is the shit every day it's like with little jay when you put him in a halloween costume Mm. and like and like Late every liberal, years. yeah. <laughs> every liberal person in Brooklyn was taking a picture of your kid. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I like yeah. the flashbacks too. Let's not let's not give all of the uh, <laughs> all of our secrets out. Somebody's gonna come out with this shit next week, and we're gonna be pissed. Trademarked, trademarked. Though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Copyright, trademarked. We should really get an IP lawyer on the team. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not how it works. No. Like dip, I said it on a dip. podcast back in the day. <laughs> uh, maybe this should be the. Uh, it should still be the bust episode, but oh, I don't know. There's something. There's something there, man. I feel. I feel this anxiety is not the right word, but I feel this need, this urge to do something to tell our story. I hear you. And ours not being like BG and J, but just like whatever it is we represent. Yeah, I hear you. Because like everyone has a story. And as much as I hate people sometimes, I really enjoy people's stories. Like even if it's like some crazy... Lori Laughlin's daughter, like getting paid to go, you know, push it on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then your mom's still thinking you're too dumb to get into school. Like, I would be curious about her story. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, what makes you tick? <laughs> it also, how does it feel when your mom thinks you're that dumb? <laughs> that that has to hurt because that was on Gizmodo, and I'm sure that if the kid is reading, they could piece together the story just based on the reactions that the uh, mom had. But to know your parents think that you're stupid, that must feel awful. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, even her even her story. I would be curious about her story. I think we can do it. All right. I don't know. 20, 2019, maybe this is the, the year to plant the seed, but I don't know, man. Like, I'm not trying to go Hollywood. I'm not trying to, like, do nothing, like... Mm-hmm. It's not about money or whatever. It's just like all the shit I consume, man. Like, and I don't consume. I mean, we all consume a lot, right? Like music that speaks to you or movies or TV or whatever. Um, and sometimes I'm just like, yo, like <laughs> I want to be supporting somebody who is doing good art and doing whatever. But it's nice when it feels relatable. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And, and it's not. It's not like I'm going to buy a FUBU t-shirt instead of a Ralph Lauren t-shirt, but the same fucking t-shirt. There's nothing special about a t-shirt that makes it more like for me, by me. I was like, that's some bullshit. But if you tell a story that represents the place you're from or who you are or whatever, your community, um, that just feels good to put that out there. There's a movie that got like a lot of kudos in, um, in Sundance called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. And uh, I think like Danny Glover is like part of it and stuff. Um, I just saw a preview, a commercial for that, I feel like. And part of me is like, yeah, I want to watch it just because like, it's like, (laughs) I could probably relate. Um, But it's also just like, yeah, even if it's not for like, particularly for my taste, Mm -hmm. I want to just be like, I'm glad hopefully somebody can... That's why you got to like go to see the movie in the movie theater, man. Like that's why you can't buy the bootleg. Yeah. You got to show people that like, yo, we will put money into this because the people that hold the the money are like, well, we made this movie for black people and no one watched it. So we're not going to make a movie with black people for 15 years. It's like, it's dumb logic, but it's the logic they have. I do want to put a little footnote in here that uh, Jordan Peele's Us is available in movie theaters as we speak. I don't like horror movies. 
They said that um, they just shattered the box office with like uh, $70.3 million, which was a huge record and a big follow-up to uh, their Get Out. Get Out, yeah. I'm saying if he made something in a genre I liked, <laughs> <laughs> I will I will find a way to watch a movie. Yeah. What do we uh what do we listen to this week, brother Frey? Uh if you put any Michael Jackson on the playlist, it's gonna hurt my soul. So please don't No, but funny you mention that. <laughs> so they canceled uh Michael Jackson on um what was it, The Simpsons, they won't play that episode anymore that he was on a voiced uh yeah. what was referenced to. But is a dude from the Who uh pete townsend who got accused of uh looking at child pornography he used his credit card to access it he said that he was visiting it to revisit some trauma that he had in his life and he was going to do an expose on how easy it was to expose these child porno rings but again you would tell somebody before you did that and not do it in your house i would imagine but his stuff is still out and that show is still out on tv that episode so that's not cool like if you're gonna but here's the argument i heard from the, the dude from the simpsons Part of Michael Jackson's thing was creating this like safe uh, environment for children yeah. to think he's a certain way. And yeah. this episode was exactly playing into that, so they didn't want to be part of that that legacy. But I think I think that argument that's is splitting true. hairs. No, how's that splitting hairs? I feel like that's splitting hairs. Like if you're gonna kick somebody out and say, "Oh, this guy was affiliated with blah 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 blah," so we're not gonna have him on the show anymore, then do it for everybody who's on that show who's done some messed up stuff. Pete Townsend. Like he used his card to look at child pornography. Like it's not like Michael Jackson where there's some speculation. He wasn't like they have proof. It was his credit card. That's right, what I'm, I'm gonna ask a real. I'm gonna ask you a real question. Yeah, I'm gonna ask a real question. Why fight so hard for Michael Jackson? I'm not fighting hard for Michael Jackson. I'm fighting hard for the disparity that's going on, where some people are allowed to do stuff. And they get the easy pass because they're legends and da 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 da. Yo, and then some, B, you know, I'm, I'm I'm in complete agreement, but yeah. it's like at the end of the day, like, do I think all fucked up people should have fucked up? I agree. They all should. Yeah, they all should believe however, the order that it's happening. That's however, I feel like it's a little. Uh, I don't know. It's just like, yo, should other people go through what MJ went through? Yeah, but should MJ go through? Should MJ go through what MJ's going through? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if it's if it's proven true, absolutely, I agree. <laughs> what I'm saying is this, look, 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 I don't think, I told you, for years, decades, I can tell you one of my closest friends, I would tease this guy every day, asking him, you would really let your kids stay with Michael Jackson? Anti-Michael Jackson when it came to these allegations, and I was convinced that he did it. But after I did some research on my own, I'm not trying to sway anybody anyway, the whole thing with the FBI surveying this guy for 10 years and not finding anything is significant to me. My thing is that Elvis uh, tribute special is still going on on CBS and people are still performing yeah. at that. And yeah. people, Pete Townsend is still has his show on TV. He's still doing tours. They, the He did was on like the Super Bowl after Bowie, that whole event happened. Everybody. Yeah, man. But that's what I'm saying. Keep the same energy. Cancel him also. But you're picking people, I feel like, selectively. Um, and you're ignoring the people who you put higher up or in higher regard for whatever reason. And it's messed up because it's so obvious right now. No, I I, I don't disagree, but I also feel like, yeah, I agree. If you took that same energy to everybody. Um, yeah, it can't it's like everybody right now, who's doing messed up stuff. 
what was it you was telling me like some woman in a starbucks like tweeted at starbucks like turn off michael jackson and they like starbucks was all like we're so sorry it was on our playlist and it was like yeah, and it's just grandstanding it's 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 attention i don't know it's, they did a they did a study that like all these trigger warnings and stuff don't actually have the effect they think it does mm-hmm. like it doesn't make people feel safer it doesn't make people feel it's a different version of the protect your kids from everything mm-hmm. um like if you've had some messed up things happen and you walk into something not expecting it and it does bring up some trauma like that is a horrible experience but i can't warn the world away you know what i mean it's like i can be i can be thoughtful about it it's like if someone suffers from seizures and they're bringing them into something with bright lights you know mm-hmm. it might be good mm-hmm. to tell them so they could opt out but i can't tell you everything that's going to happen i can't tell you every permutation of the way the world's going to work mm-hmm. some of the big things i can tell you but yeah, I can't have a, a a trigger warning on everything. So how instead can I help you build resiliency so that like undoubtedly when the shit does come and trigger something, you're able to handle it. Or better yet, let me let me spend my energy to help you out when you're in that situation versus walking into a Starbucks and getting triggered by hearing Michael Jackson. It's like, really? Like, and good for her for feeling that she could speak up, but feeling that entitlement that you could tweet at Starbucks <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. tell them to take something off the playlist. It's, uh, <sighs> I, I mean, and I don't know this person. I don't know what she went through. Um, but I mean, uh, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be insensitive because I get it, but just cause you have an opinion does not mean your opinion is going to force the world to take action in the way that you want it to. But some people are being convinced because stuff like that is happening. So yes, I agree with you. You just have to deal with stuff sometimes. Yeah. I, it sounds harsh, listen, but it's true. Nobody wants to say that. But yeah, just deal with it. And because life is about dealing with it. Like life is literally about dealing with it. <laughs> like that is that is life, man. Like life is about how you get through the shit. Versus like, it was always easy. It was always give you fair warning. Mm-hmm. It's like, I I appreciate that we have meteorological systems that can give me the percentage of it's going to rain. But if they get the shit wrong and it rain, I still got to figure it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, yeah. it's like, what I'm going to do, I'm going to like send a tweet to, the, to, to NBC. It's like, yo, Al Roker did not, tell me it was going to rain today but people do that's what i'm saying and my clothes got wet and i would like you to reimburse me for the dryer it's like come on it's like it's like i'm sorry like i'm sorry al roca was too busy like doing a minstrel show to tell you that it was gonna rain (laughs) Um, i'm hating Uh, al roca right there truth never heard anybody truth amen um yeah, I, I I guess this is my this is my uh my two cents on the world right now. Honestly, the world is an amazing place with a lot of fucked up things in it. Mm-hmm. And if you could still make it through this world for a few decades with all the fucked up things going on, that's a good life, man. Versus living even a shorter period of time with like a fake sterile existence mm-hmm. there's like no adversity 
Mm. It's like, what's the point, man? It's like you go to the gym and you only putting five pounds on the on the on the machine. Like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, put a little bit of tension, put a little bit of resistance, get mm-hmm. something out of it, or else stay your ass home. Mm-hmm. That being said, I have not gone to the gym in a minute. You so. just reminded me, like, damn, I didn't need to go to the gym. I was <laughs> I'm doing better than five pounds, but uh I did go run today. I did go run though. There you go. Yeah, there I go. Uh back to the playlist. What are we listening to this week? Damn, this is this is tough. Um no. Because I feel like I don't know the type of mo- like I was thinking about this. I really want to get excited about some hip hop right now, and I'm not. I am in agreement. Like all the shows I go to right now, all the things I listen to, I'm listening to like old ass stuff. Oh, I'm going to shows of like indie bands and shit. Like I'm more excited about that right now. Um, yeah. I, know. I gotta think. We- are we gonna think. do the old? Are we gonna do like the old man put on hip hop from twenty years ago? No, uh, no. Yeah. We could pick. Uh, let's pick a theme. I like themes. It's fun to make playlists off of themes. Um, what is the theme? What is the theme? Of, what does this week feel like? This week feels like we talked about fruit. Does that have anything <laughs> to do with? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, food, let's see. Food related. Uh, you could put on the whole MF Doom um uh, food, food album. album, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um hmm. Hmm. All right, we'll come back to that. <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> Man, Damn, this you, is our we, I know, we usually good at this. I know. Um yeah, that, I was also thinking like the the rappers I was getting excited about recently haven't really done anything. Like Joey Badass, Flatbush Zombies. It's funny you mention that. Joe Biet, I went to a New York Nets, New Jersey Nets uh, basketball game. Uh, Brooklyn, Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Damn. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Whoa. I'm on Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, it's funny. Yeah, I go to Brooklyn Nets games a lot. Um, and I went to this one and Meek Mills was there and also um, Joey Badass. Um, Joey Badass is from St. Lucia and shout out to St. Lucia. So it was good seeing him there they didn't do anything i think they get free tickets to show up but of course i haven't heard about him in a minute so it was good to see him all right with all that stalling i still cannot think of a good playlist for the week i'm sticking with uh what about a drinking album we had a buzzed topic for the most part this is like alcohol related drunk by myself nas um okay yeah i'm gonna lean towards that that that's the playlist alcohol related don't drink people it's not good. Drinking songs. Yeah. All right. This week's really... I don't know. I don't know about this, but we'll see how this goes. <laughs> what have we learned this week? <laughs> we never did that. We learned the whole bunch of shit, and then we forgot it. Um, Rumor Willis is her name, and she's a really good singer. That's what, what I want people to uh, take home. <laughs> she should come out with an album. <laughs> You're like a manager or some shit? <laughs> All right, we learned that free if they're hanging off the public property, fruit in general, apparently. If they're over the property line, over the property line, over the property line, have at it, have at it. Shout out to all the freakins out there. Oh, and shout out to New Zealand, shout out to New Zealand, shout out to New Zealand, shout out to New Zealand. Like, yo, that shit happens, make it go away. Yeah, simply the end. Yeah, the end. Because you know what? Guns do kill people. Mm -hmm. straight up 
We are also going to thank our parents for not thinking we were so dumb that they paid for us to get into college. Or at least saying it publicly. Like, you can think it, but, yeah. but don't say it. Yeah. But also shout out to poverty because there was no way they could have paid extra for me to get into college because they couldn't even pay for college. So <laughs> shout out to true. poverty. That is true. <laughs> uh, our sponsors of the week who really aren't our sponsors, uh, Modelo Especial <laughs> and Bullet <laughs> Bourbon. <laughs> Why do they always say it fast? Is this something to saying it fast? You're, you're the Spanish expert. Is Especial? It? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Probably learn some other shit. Oh, we learned that the best way to avoid being uh, inundated by your family is just not to speak to your family. Or just to knock it out all in one day and then not do it again for several months if you can. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I think that's, that's probably enough. <laughs> <laughs>